This is New Bedford's news talk station. The place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And welcome back in. Second hour of the program here on Wednesday. And room for you at 508-996-0500. The, uh, the comments keep rolling in in the town Facebook groups about the article that I have at WBSM.com and on the app in which the bear expert from Mass Wildlife, Dave Waddles, joined us yesterday and talked about how they're almost certain that this bear that has been seen all over is the same bear and that there is only one. And yet repeatedly, like a, a new comment just popped up in one of the groups. Expert, fairly certain. Oh, I'm sorry, random Facebook person. That's right. You know more about bears than the biologist from Mass Wildlife who has studied them his entire career. Because you saw posted on another Facebook group, I don't know, that there was a bear eating a slice of pizza in downtown Plymouth. So obviously the guy from Mass Wildlife can't know what he's talking about. Because you can't tell what a Photoshop is. Like, how have we gotten to that point in society now where you just you just don't have to believe it if you don't want to believe it? Doesn't matter if it's true. You choose the facts that you want to believe. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Every single one of you commenters know less about bears than this guy does. And it's not just about bears. It's about everything. If you don't have a Facebook medical degree, you have a Facebook law degree, and now now you have a Facebook biology degree. The Facebook biologists and zoologists are all coming out. But anyway, if you missed the interview yesterday, you can read the article and hear the interview in the article uh, talking about what's basically happening here. And so big picture, you know, let's let's not even worry about whether or not it is the same bear. It is. Let's not even worry about whether or not it is a male bear. It is. Let's not even worry about whether or not it was in two places at one time. It wasn't. Let's look at what the actual important part of the story is and that's that this is going to be happening more often that the bears are being pushed they're they're expanding into our neck of the woods so right now we have a wandering bear who's out looking for a mate for mating season and isn't going to find one and he's going to turn around and go home but eventually there will be a female bear here that he can mate with and then when they do they stay as Dave Waddles was telling us yesterday. So as the females keep moving east, the bear population will move east with it. And that they've seen it happening over the last 50 years out in western Massachusetts, moving out from the Berkshires into the Worcester area. So within another 50 years, maybe even not that far, maybe 20 years, it could be that we have bears here as well. And for those who think, well, we don't have enough wooded areas for them to, to live in. We don't have enough forest for the bears. We do. 
And it doesn't mean that we have to have the same bear population that might be out in Western Mass, but we will still have a bear population. And you know what happens when that population grows and they run out of forests? They want to come and move into your house. And then we get Bear City, just like on SNL. Bear City. Bear, Bear City. So get ready for that. Are you prepared to lose your job to a bear? You think the housing crisis is bad now? Wait until the bears start filling out applications. You know why? They have stellar credit. And also, they can eat the landlord if the landlord doesn't give them the apartment. And you don't have to worry about a bear having pets. They, they would eat, just eat them. So you don't, you don't have to worry about it. So that's what you're competing against. You're worried about AI. Don't worry about AI. AI pales in comparison to what the bears are going to do to us. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, once, twice. Okay, I'll have to call back. Maybe they weren't planning on getting on so quickly. I pushed them right through. So we were talking in the last hour, too, about the New Bedford Light Report, which uh, Colin Hogan did a great job with the article and digging into what's going on. But the idea that there is this IE pack, this, this basically the super pack that was funneling money into these candidates that were running for school committee in Rochester, whether it be the Rochester School Committee or the old Rochester School Committee, they were providing the money for advertising, for signage, for different printed materials. And they apparently didn't file any OCPF paperwork for these donations that they were receiving. They also attended a party that was thrown for them by the person who was apparently in charge of this IEPAC, which is a violation of campaign rules. Apparently, these IEPACs can raise money on behalf of the candidate and and can, can um, put on activities on behalf of the candidate, but they can't directly coordinate with the candidate. And it seems like, according to Colin Hogan's reporting here, there was there was that direct working together because they showed up at the party and all took a photo together. But this is outside money, national money. And you can read in Colin's reporting about who was involved with this IEPAC and, you know, the names that they're associated with. Outside money that came into a local election to influence it based on a support of their ideologies and agenda. So essentially the exact same thing that happened when George Soros made a donation to the Paul Haro campaign. When I got phone calls for days, and so did South Coast tonight, Jessica Machado talked about it on the weekends. Barry talked about it. We got to get this outside money out of our local politics. Well, except now, nobody's calling about it. Because I guess it's not a problem when it supports what it is that you believe. 
But the phone lines are open, 508-996-0500. Uh, Blue Googs in Fairhaven, who if you are, if you haven't heard me in the 9 to 12 time slot before, you have to know that Blue Googs is, is obsessed with me, first of all. He's obsessed with me. He calls me daddy. He is obsessed with me. But let me uh, let me read to you his uh, his app chat message, which is um, which is a, a paragraph. Go woke, go broke. Target stock has fallen twelve dollars and three cents since May seventeenth, and its market capitalization has plunged more than ten billion dollars in that time. By the way, this is all stuff he's copied and pasted. He doesn't know this off the top of his head. The sales volume of Bud Light dropped twenty nine point five percent in the week ending on May twentieth. As compared to the same period last year, according to data provided to Newsweek by Bump Williams Consulting and Nielsen IQ, this data shows the sales revenue dropped 25%, 25.7% in the same period. Boycott Target and Bud Light. Quote, they put a target on my back, but they're targeting your kids. And you know that LGBTQ, they went too far. You know they're cutting these kids. They're leaving trannies with scars. We don't use that word on the show. Lyrics from the top-rated song on iTunes titled Boycott Target by Mayor of Magaville. Maybe you should watch the video on YouTube and learn something. Go woke, go broke, Timmy Daddy. Well, listen, the only people that aren't going to Target and aren't buying Bud Light are dopes like you. People like you that don't actually know what's going on and just believe the stupid crap they hear on the internet and say, well, <laughs> I'm not going to drink Bud Light anymore. I'm not going to drink Bud Light anymore because they wanted to have a, a sales campaign all about transgender people. Oh, okay. So what if they did? Who cares? Would you care if they were having a... a a sales campaign that was targeting Green Bay Packers fans? Or if they were targeting people who lived in Liechtenstein? What do you care if they're targeting a, a, a community that isn't you to try to move some of their product? Secondly, if you did any re research, you would know that that's not what actually happened. They sent what, a six-pack of beer or a case of beer. I forget how many cans it was. They sent cans of beer to a social media influencer who happened to be transgender to try to get said social media influencer to post about their beer, to help market their beer. They do this all the time. They've sent me cans of beer for when I was a sports writer. They'll be like, oh, we made this special Celtics commemorative can. We're going to send you a six-pack if you'll write about it. And I say, you can send me a six-pack. I don't know that I'm going to write about it. And then they send me a six-pack, and I'm not going to write about it. The audience doesn't care. But that's what happened. They sent a freebie gift to a social media influencer. They've done it to a million people. Kid Rock wants to go outside and shoot his Bud Lights. But what he doesn't tell you is Bud Lights probably sent him a million cans with his face on it over the years. They've probably done the same thing to every other celebrity that's now boycotting them. And the Target thing, I explained this last week about how it's all based on false notions that they're selling tuck-friendly bathing suits to children. They're not. 
that they're selling satanic-themed pride clothing. They're not. But so these 25% drops are the 25% dumbest people in America. They're the 25% of people that just believe whatever they hear on TV or read online. I'm, I'm sure that Target and, and Bud Light will still exist a year from now without any concerns over the 25% of dopes that they lost over this. So if you want to do the actual research and realize what it is that you're supposedly railing against, you might feel a little bit differently. Maybe you'll feel the same, but at least you'll have looked into it and, and, and had the actual facts instead of just going by what you heard. You know, I, I don't take for, you know, for granted anything that people say when they're giving me a review of something. I listen to it and I say, okay, that's your experience. I still might want to try it for myself. You can tell me uh, the new Flash movie is terrible. And I'll still want to see it for myself. And I'll probably agree with you that it's terrible. I don't have a lot of faith in those DC movies. But at least I will have seen it myself and made up my mind. Because I will have actually bothered to spend a little time instead of just going by what everybody else says. And it doesn't take much research to dig in and find out that there's there's little kernels of truth in some of the shore. But it becomes the telephone game where things get blown out of proportion or things get misconstrued. So, for example, Target having tuck-friendly bathing suits for kids. They don't. They don't make those. The company that makes the tuck-friendly bathing suits that are in Target make them for adults. So they are there for adults. Which I'm sure most of you say, hey, if an adult wants to buy a tuck-friendly bathing suit, that's their business. And, and that's what's there. They're not making them for children. There's no satanic-themed pride clothing at Target. The company who makes the pride clothing for Target also has satanic-themed, occult-themed clothing. And they do have some that is LGBTQ plus supportive. But that's not what Target is carrying. And also, it's not satanic in the way that they worship Satan and they're devil worshipers and they, you know, want to have human sacrifices. It's satanic in the way that it's designed, designed, designed rather, if I can speak correctly, to be the converse of what religious people believe. Most Satanists don't worship Satan. They just don't believe in God. But again, you'd have to actually dig a little bit deeper than just a, well, I was going to say a Tucker Carlson commentary, but I don't know how many of you actually can figure out Twitter enough to watch that, this 25%. Also, Bud Light's numbers have been dropping anyway. You know why? The product is terrible and there's better product that's out there. 
So they were already on the decline before this. And the 30% of people that Target might be losing, the what is it, 25.7%? Was that the Target number? Or were they the 29.5? No, they were the 27.5. I don't know. I can't read this this paragraph. The people who are not shopping in Target, I'm sure Target is happy to have those people be gone because those are the same people that were harassing and threatening their employees over something they have no control over. You're the same people that yell at the Dunkin' Donuts person pouring your coffee because Dunkin' Donuts no longer ha- Dunkin' no longer has your favorite flavored syrup for your coffee. You're the people that scream at them and tell them, well, I'm not coming back here until you bring back Irish cream year-round. And they look at you and they say, "It's I don't make those decisions. Well, then I'm not coming back. Okay, well, if that's your decision, that's fine. And, and Dunkin' Donuts is still making billions of dollars without your three bucks every day. Which, by the way, you'll be back in three weeks. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. Be back in a few moments. And welcome back in. Got an app chat message from William in New Bedford who says, you really have to take the long way around to explain a lot of this stuff, Tim. And, you know, I wish I didn't. And, by the way, I'm not speaking when I say these things. I'm not speaking to those of you who have looked into it and found out the facts and still decided that you want to be against something. That's your right to do that. And and I certainly don't begrudge you that. I think that you're wrong. But at least you put in the effort and the work to, to, to find out for yourself. I'm talking about the people that just see it online, believe it, and say that that's, that that's got to be true. Because nobody's ever made a, a TikTok video designed to just rile people up and get shares and likes and bring them in popularity on social media and eventually revenue. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody's ever made something up or falsely presented something just to make it go viral. That's never happened in the history of the world. Everything is completely and fully researched and presented solely with fact and not designed to get an emotional response out of you that will just get you to like it or share it, right? Think about it. Think about who you're choosing to believe when it comes to some of the things that you are believing and what their background is and presenting any kind of fact. Not everybody can be Kate Robinson in the WBSM newsroom who is, um, who is, uh, in, Kate, in my mind, you are unflappable, infallible. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I certainly wouldn't say that, but thank you. Um, also, really appreciating your segues, by the way. Thank you. I work hard at them. Every and by day. working hard at them, I mean I just say whatever comes to my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day they're different, though. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've only been doing this a couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll start to recycle after a okay. while. All right. Let's go into the newsroom with Kate Robinson. And right now we have joining us Victoria Grisella. She is the Vice President of Marketing and Community Engagement for the United Way of Greater New Bedford. And she's here to talk with us about what sounds like is going to be a really fun event that's coming up. Good morning, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming in. So 
I think everybody in the summertime, everybody this time of year, they love to get outside and do all the camping kind of things, but not everybody loves to camp. Right. <laughs> and you've got an event where people can experience all of that without having to sleep on the ground. Right. I mean, I'm one of those people who does like to sleep on the ground and out in a tent, but I definitely know it's not for everybody. So we have um, launched our new summer kickoff. Um, you may remember in the past we had our clay bake for almost 30 years, um, but we decided to scale back a little bit just because of you know what everybody's learned. They don't want to be out in big crowds quite like that was. So we've scaled, scaled it back. We now have the Camp United Bash that we are launching this year happening on June 9th. And it's got all the fun, festive pieces of going camping without you actually having to go camping and sleeping on the ground and in a tent. But you can enjoy all the fun pieces that go with it. So what are some of the things that are planned? So, of course, you know, we've got the the camp-themed food is going to be key. So all the barbecue food that, you know, that you're used to having when you're going camping, we're going to have s'mores because, like, I mean, who doesn't love a good s'more? <laughs> um, so we'll have a fire out on the beach. Um, I should mention that this is happening down at the Mattapoiset YMCA Camp Massasoit. So perfect location for mm-hmm. it because you've got that good indoorsy space up on their porch if you've been there before. And then you've got that beautiful front lawn um, where we're going to have some lawn games, things like cornhole, bocce ball, um, just some fun stuff to just get out and play with your friends and family. And then, of course, you've got that great view of the, the water right in front of you. So we'll be utilizing all pieces of of their facility. It's going to be a gorgeous night. We put in our order for sunshine. So we're hoping for the best. And if you were to camp in a space like that, you would never get that spot. Oh, you would never get that spot. That would be the one that's booked first when they open up uh, camp registrations. You'd never get this spot. So this is perfect for, you know, the avid camper who who just likes to have a good time and be out in the in the and the outside, um, but also for those maybe indoor folks um, that just want to go and see a beautiful view, but have that same kind of camping experience without doing it. Is somebody going to show up with an acoustic guitar and sit by the fire? There's always that guy. There may be. I can't give all the details away, but there may be. <laughs> so, and again, this is this is a fundraising event to help with United Way. Yeah, Tim, as you know, we, we've been on the show a bunch of times talking about all of our work, whether it's with you guys through Holiday Wishes and Mini Miracle, um, you know, whether it's with our Hunger Commission and our food drives that we do together. You know, all of that work can't be done unless we're raising dollars additionally to help support all of those missions, of course, right? So this is a fundraiser at the end of the day. We're looking to raise uh, dollars to help support United Way's work, our own direct programming. But, you know, we also do funding to other agencies in the area for quality programming. Um, and so that all, all this money that we're raising through the fundraisers we have goes to support that work. And you always do come up with unique and fun ways for people to have a great experience while helping to fund these programs. We try, yeah. You know, we just had our, our Power of the Purse back in April. Um, you know, we had 350 women come out, um, and it's called the Power of the Purse, and we actually have a purse auction. And so it's just a little play on words, a lot of fun. Um, I mean, if you've been to one of our events before, you know we know how to throw a great party. Uh, we won't disappoint on that. But at the end of the day, all that money is getting put back into the community to ensure, you know, that kids have a bright start, that basic needs are met and that we're strengthening families. That's really what, you know, at the heart of it all, that's what we're trying to do. And you also do a great job of, uh, you know, creating an atmosphere that the folks who you do help want to come back and and also help. So when they're in a better position themselves, they want to come back and make sure that the other people that may be in the same similar situation or maybe, maybe they are still struggling and still going through it, but they still want to give back in some way. Absolutely.
absolutely. We we see it all the time. You know, whether it's our many miracle families. I just had the one that we we had this year, Tim. You might remember them. Um, you know, they came to us and said, "What else can we do? Can we do something now to to kind of give back?" We've had that before um, with families when we did the Help United Fund during COVID, um, where we were helping to pay um, bills like rent, mortgage, um, gas, and electric. They've now come back and said, "Hey, I want to volunteer with you. What can I do?" So we love to see those folks coming back and supporting us uh, in a different way. And they'll probably all be coming out for camping, not camping. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so give everybody the details again on that. Yeah, so the event is going to be at Camp Massasoit, which is right at the YMCA in Mattapoisa. A lot of us went there as kids. I know my brother did. Uh, Friday, June 9th, so not this coming Friday, but next weekend. Um, it's going to be 6 to 9 p.m. We're not giving away, like I said, all the details because there's going to be some fun surprises that you have to be there for. Um, but, of course, again, it's going to be the fun camping food. We're going to have um, themed cocktails, which will which are always fun. Right. I just ordered some gummy worms yesterday. So oh. give you a little hint on that one. Um, you know, we'll have the s'mores. We have live music from the Corys, who are a local trio. Um, and then, of course, you know, we've got the lawn games. We're going to have a silent auction, which has some amazing stuff on it. Um, but you got to be there to do it all. And you don't need to you don't need to bring a tent. No, you don't need tent. to bring a sleeping bag. <laughs> You don't need, although maybe maybe you want to bring a sleep. Maybe the kids want to fall asleep before you bring them home. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, I don't I know where I'm going to put them all. But I can't imagine they're going to want to go to sleep. No, now, probably now with all the not. things that are going on. Probably not. Plenty to do. And now also with all of, with you know, there's, there's been a bear around. There has been a bear around. So is the bear invited if the bear wants to you come You know, by? I wish he would stay away for this one. Although I have to say the other day when I saw all the memes going around about the bear, I was like, oh, I should do something about how he's getting ready for our Camp United. So maybe you'll still see that on our social media this week. But I, I, can... I have been following that bear. I'm very interested. <laughs> well, so again, how can people get tickets if they so, want to get tickets? Yep. So tickets are $100 a person. Um, and you can go right to our website at United away of gnb.org and you'll see that there's a link you can click on right there to get your tickets and uh, your perfect s'more how would you make it oh, you know i have to say the other day we bought those color changing s'more um, marshmallows have you seen these yet no i haven't oh yeah so they they go from pink to orange and then blue to green i have to say those are amazing they're they form some kind of like a crust around it and then it cooks the marshmallow perfectly in the center so this is my new thing for the summer is those color changing marshmallows a nice you know traditional chocolate bar with a graham cracker. Because I, I saw some people who have kind of hacked the s'mores. Yes. And yes. they make it now with those fudge stripe cookies. Oh, that's interesting. I so didn't know that one. I, I thought I might have to give that a, because that's like a chocolate graham combination. No, I've seen people do it with Reese's peanut butter cups too. Yeah. That's gotta, interesting. I have not tried that yet though. You got So now they have the Reese's like the, the, the bar. Oh. So it's like, I it's, not seen it's that. almost like, um, it's almost like a like a Hershey bar, but it's got like the squares and inside the squares of the peanut butter. You could just throw those in there. I need to check those out and save yourself some trouble. So <laughs> Definitely to check that. It, it, it sounds like there's going to be a, a variety of s'mores options for people yes. at this event. So yep. uh, what? Just one more time, give everybody the details. Yep. So Friday, June 9th, next Friday coming up. Camp Massasoit, which is at the Mattapoisa YMCA. It supports all our work with the United Way of Greater New Bedford. It's our Camp United Bash. It's our first one, so we want to make it big and splashy, and we hope that you'll be there with us. All right. Well, thank you so much for all the details, and uh, we look forward to getting out there under the stars. Great. Thanks so much, Tim. All right. We're going to take our final break and be back in a few. All right. We are out of time for this hour, but uh, we'll give you more information, too, on the Camp United Bash. We'll have some stuff up on the website so that you'll be able to uh, get all the details about it. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to be joined by New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell for midweek with the mayor. We've got a number of things we're going to talk with him about, including the offshore wind components coming into the city. We'll talk about the electric bus 
If you haven't heard about this, the electric buses that are coming to the city uh, for the school kids. And we'll talk about so much more and take your phone calls at 508-996-0500. You can also send us your app chat messages via the WBSM app if you want to do that as well. Uh, Independent Thought in New Bedford sent one over as well. Uh, going back to what we were talking about before and says, Good morning, Tim. Remember, reality has no place in the news. If you agree with something, it will become true until it becomes inconvenient. Once it becomes inconvenient, it can be labeled as fake news.